It's the hour. I'm Jason. And I'm Jeff. And on today's show, a Sri Lankan president resigns via email. Come on, man. After this many years in office, that's an in-person breakup. Anti-tree man forced to become a tree hugger. A robot gets sweet revenge on a child. Men under 40 shouldn't have more than a shot glass of beer per day, says new jerk study. A new space balloon will carry passengers to near space. And I have to admit, I'm almost excited. And JetBlue has agreed to buy Spirit Airlines for $3.8 billion. Unfortunately, if you want to buy the planes, too, it's an additional fee. Well, they keep trying to meet but with the shareholders, but Spirit is never on time. Never. Uh, and the chairs are so small in those Spirit boardrooms, are, too. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if uh, JetBlue tries to back out, at this point, there's a $1.5 billion change fee. Oh, well, that's almost as much as the ticket. Yeah. yeah. Well, much. incidentally, all the lawyers who are meeting to hammer out the deal, they fly Delta. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. That's Actually, I'm sure the Spirit execs fly delta you think, so? you think this like a ceo of spirit airlines is flying on a spirit flight <laughs> i don't well, he, think so you can just buy the whole like plane yeah it's like what eight dollars per seat or something something like that yeah but then you have the ceo upcharge mm, you do oh, yeah. yeah he flies uh what's better than first class a private jet I yeah. assume. <laughs> yeah i think that's a a private spirit jet does he do like the what was it kylie jenner the five minute flight Oh yeah, someone was upset yeah, about that, about and then this. now people are mad at Taylor Swift for taking private flights because it's bad for the environment. Being alive is bad for the environment. It's true. So, yeah. yeah. Why don't you just kill yourself? That's what Jason's saying. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm. I'm saying you, if you want to save gonna... the environment, go kill yourself. Yeah, well. It's not bad advice. Yeah. Don't don't get vaccinated. <laughs> Save the world. Oh, yeah. Die yeah, of COVID. That's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, because, you know, they have to pay uh, or they have to uh, get the vaccines here somehow. And that's a big carbon footprint. Yeah. Because they're not making them here in Michigan. Well, or, or are they? It's either a carbon footprint or a, a coffin footprint. So either one's fine. <laughs> uh, no, I think they make them in uh, West Michigan. I think they do make them over in. Um, At least the Pfizer ones they do. Kalamazoo, yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. Portage, whatever you call it. <laughs> mm. It's because they have mm. lots of animals in the zoo to test them on that's true yeah, yeah. is that kalamazoo promise still going on uh free I, college for anybody who goes to those, those schools i don't know me either. probably it doesn't matter it was big news like uh when I, I lived there when it first happened and uh katie Kerr came and ate at the steak and shake that uh i was working at while you were there yeah oh wow yeah it was pretty cool what'd she order i don't remember but she is beautiful <laughs> in person and on tv of course and then like <laughs> she tried to take over nightly news and something bad happened Remember, like, people didn't like her on the nightly news or something, uh, taking so she over was, for... She, not NBC, she went to CBS. Oh, okay. And she did it for a number of years and yeah. then left because, you know, I don't want to hear a woman tell me the news. Yeah. Said some asshole. I'm sure. She gets too emotional. <laughs> She's fine. She's fine. Yeah. There's a, um, you know, those, there's, like, these different comedians and people from The Daily Show mm-hmm. that go to these Trump rallies and mm-hmm. just interview these idiots and... I, not a job I could do. Yeah. So someone that someone was just bitching about, there was a woman and she was bitching about how a woman can't be a president because uh, they're too emotional and they'll start wars at random. And he, he's, he goes, even though literally every war ever has been started by a man. And the lady was just like, she had no idea. No idea what to say. <laughs> That's because they just repeat what someone else says. Right. And no one had said that to them before, so they have to get their talking points from Facebook. Which, not not uh, 
only a Republican thing. Democrats do the same thing. We do. Just I do. Say what they heard on something. Sure. Don't know what to say when you actually push back. You know what I say. Hmm. How was your week? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Summer is winding down. I've heard it before, okay. and I'll say it again. How was your week? Uh, Summer is winding down. It, it is. It so it feels that like the air at night is cooler. I don't know Very how to describe humid, it though. Yeah, I don't maybe. know how to describe it. It feels like we're edging into fall already. I saw a tree that was like starting. I was like, "Fuck you, you it's bitch. July, <laughs> fucking oak." <laughs> what is this? Retail stores and pumpkin spice lattes in August. What is this a Joanne Fabrics? <laughs> Putting the Christmas stuff out in June. I mean, for the craft stores, you got to get ready. Mm-hmm. You got to make your Santa's now. Takes a while to do the the uh, the. Uh, I forget. I think that was the sausage looking for the uh, humpback whales. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, the end is coming. Mm-hmm. I, I go back to work in not too much longer. You do? Yeah. yeah. Less more, than a month? Three more weeks. Boy. I have three more weeks off. So, And I'm trying to get things done that I need to get done. We did a lot of traveling at the beginning of the summer, so I didn't get a lot of things done. Uh, and I had one of those projects that like should be pretty easy oh, and then yeah. has become worse. So, yeah. Uh, We've got these these fascia boards, these trim boards mm. around our house uh, under the gutters. Yeah. So there's a gutter, and behind that gutter is a board. Right. Uh, and right at the corner of the garage, where the two boards meet, rotted away. Rotted as fuck over there. Rotted as fuck. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I got to take these pieces down, put new boards up. So to mm-hmm. do that, I need to take down the gutter. Okay. That sucks. So I take down the gutter on that side. Mm-hmm. So you're up there with the ladder. And a screwdriver or a, or a drill or whatever, unscrewing this shit, taking down the... So the gutter, like, it's more like these giant nails. Oh, okay. So I have, like, a pair of pliers, and I'm pulling these oh, giant okay. nails out. And there are a few screws that, like, hold the corners together, and so I unscrew those and whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I get the gutter down, and all the little holes where they nailed in, they're all rotted, too. Oh, so it's not just course. one little piece. I need to do the whole thing. You have to replace the entire piece board. of wood. Yeah. Wow. So okay. instead of like, because there's like a little piece of wood at the end, uh-huh. I was like, I'll just exchange that one piece. Now right. it's like the whole length that you need to do that, which then makes me think probably every board is rotting away. I'm sure. Yeah. Which, yeah. Great. That's now a huge job. Right. Uh, so I get that piece down, and where the board has rotted, it's kind of open to the attic area above the garage can't get into it it's uh-huh. not an area that I, I can use there's no door up to it oh right right uh, and then right at the corner hornets hornets oh that's i saw the nets the nests yes down like here multiple i pulled out like eight yeah uh, some some rather like the size of an ego waffle they were inside the garage they were inside part okay so i have trouble getting the gutter down because there's all these hornets i was like where the fuck are these in? and i get it down and i see them like going in there i was like fuck there's hornets in there i don't have any hornet spray right or anything to get rid of them. So then I have to stop and go to Lowe's and get something. Well, you had to get a new fascia board anyway. Well, I bought the fascia board. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, so I had those ready to go. Right. Uh, but now I have to go get hornet spray. So then I go get the hornet spray. I spray them. Uh, and then I'm supposed to wait a while before I remove. They said wait 24 hours, but I have work to do. I can't let them. <laughs> right. You know, Because apparently when the hornets come back, the, the poison will kill them. Oh, the ones that are out. Yeah, the ones that are back. yeah doing their shopping. <laughs> when the Amazon hornet shows up, it'll uh-huh. kill him too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we need honey. <laughs> I bought it from some bees on Amazon. Uh, 
And so I was like, it's not, I didn't see a ton coming and going. So I'm like, it's not a big nest. And some of it looked like they weren't using all of them because there's like new ones. They're very territorial, apparently. Hornets are? Uh, yeah. Uh, so I sprayed them. There weren't many coming back. So I like pulled them all out. Uh, and then I put the, fa- the fascia boards back up. But they're not lining up properly. There's, okay. There's some sort of issue. And I oh, don't understand yeah. why. Because this shouldn't be a problem. But I cannot get them lined up properly. So now that's pissing me off. This is, okay, so this is exactly why I hate doing stuff like this. Because if I come up against any adversity when I'm doing stuff like this, I just, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to solve problems. I'm already pissed. And when I'm pissed and I'm frustrated, I I cannot function. Well, then, you know, the thought of, well, if I can't fix it, I have to call someone. Yeah. And if I call someone, due to the number of places it's probably rotted, they're probably going to be like $20,000. <laughs> right. Because the neighbor had some seri- similar things like 10 years ago. Mm. And 10 years ago, when he got his fixed and whatever, it was like $9,000. That's so expensive to, to fix some, some wood fucking, up. Exactly. The pieces of wood are eight bucks. It's not bad. Decent and and lumber is per foot, lumber is per board foot. Yeah, because it's an eight foot. It was like eight dollars and thirty four cents or something. So it's like a dollar per foot. Shouldn't be a problem. Pain in the ass. Yeah. So, what did you do? Uh, I well, the one board I got up there, and then I'm not happy because there's gaps and it's not sitting right. The other board I just kind of hammered up there so that things couldn't get in. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, And I said I'll figure it out later. To come back to it, we got three weeks left to do it. I do. Is that your only, like, to-do thing? Uh, no, I'm trying to... I mean, if you look around, it's a bit messy down here. Oh, yeah. Uh, because mm-hmm. I've been trying to do some cleaning, reorganizing, things like that. Sure. Um, I have my, my iMac from 1999 over there. Wow. Still works. Yeah? Uh, I loaded it up with all the software because yeah. when I stopped using it, I had, had to, like, reinstall everything. So it just had, like, the basic program. So I got that all installed. I was playing Sim Tower. Oh, Sim Tower. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I got a nice tower going, like $59 million, because yeah. I'm doing very well on it for some reason. Is it annoying that the screen is so small? Because yeah. you don't really get screens that small anymore. No, you're, no. You're still I mean, playing on it? Yeah, yeah. It's fine to play on. It's not a big deal. You have to wear glasses? Uh, I mean, I wear glasses when I use oh, you computer do. anyway. There's no like external monitor you can put it on the... Uh, no, there's no real outputs okay. for it that, I, that I'm aware of. Yeah. There's just like the inputs. It was designed to be like an all-encompassing... Yeah kind of tool so it looks nice yeah i let it play and then i it's the lime green one yep yep love it it's fantastic still i remember works. the commercials still when they were yeah the, you know in i used to have a poster and, of that yeah. in my room with the yeah. different colored uh imax so yeah i've been playing that uh i've got a bookshelf that i need i'm gonna put a built-in over here there's a there's an area here in the the recording studio uh, where <laughs> i've got a bookshelf but it doesn't fill the whole space and i've got extra books so i'm gonna build a built-in bookshelf there i don't think you could fit another book in that shelf but not as it is but right. as you can see there's a good i don't know it's what seven eight inches there on the left hand side all the way down uh, I could... i'd call it three or four inches jason <laughs> i'm saying it's at least six <laughs> uh, but also like as you can see an additional shelf or two would be more efficient in like providing because that top shelf i've got a whole bunch of books laying sideways yeah and if i had another board there they could go upright how do you fit more in how do you prevent it from from uh warping and being all saggy in the middle well one it won't be particle board oh okay so that'll be wood yeah actual wood yeah it's not a huge run Mm -hmm. so it shouldn't be too 
saggy. Okay, and you're just going to drill like little pieces of board. Haven't into the... decided yet. Okay, uh, either that or build a thing and just like shimmy it in. We did that at our last house with uh, IKEA bookshelves. Oh, we those had, look great. Yeah, yeah. We had a, a sliding closet that was like a linen closet, but you really couldn't put a towel in there because it wasn't deep enough. I mean, it was as deep as a book, basically. So yeah. we took the doors off and we shoved two and a half. Like they had the two regular bookshelves, and then the they had Billy. Like the li- yeah, the little <laughs> mini Billy. Back when they used to sell CDs, you could buy a little one that's a only- mini Billy. Yeah, and so we put that in there and. You know, we had a nice little built in there. Why is everything else at Ikea like Ektorp? And then there's Billy. And then there's Billy. That's very weird. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've got that. I have to build a bookshelf for my daughter. She needs a bookshelf. Uh, I did fix. We've had a leak in our tub. Upstairs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'd been delaying doing it because I was like, I'm going to have to take down the ceiling because I can't reach where the problem is. Uh, instead, I decided to go through the wall of the bedroom because oh, like, yeah. I didn't think it would work, but it was good enough for me to see where the leak was and it was really easy to fix it. Yeah. If I would known that's where the leak was, I wouldn't have had to cut through the wall. Oh, that's shame. so annoying. Yeah. But I didn't know where the leak was. I couldn't get a good view of it. We have one of those like snake tools with a little camera. A snake. Yeah, we slither that I'm up a there. a little slithery snake. But the those things are a little bullshitty because once you're out, you know, they, they go like 10, 12, 15 feet, whatever. Yeah. Once you're out there, you can't move the head of it around. Oh, so you can't like get in there and yeah. look around like a you snake would. You just see wherever the thing happens oh. to be pointing. You can like try and like shimmy it and turn it and twist it, but you have very little control. And if I had been able to like, you know, stick it up there and you know, <laughs> let it look around. More periscope-esque. Exactly. Then, then I would have been able to see and be yeah. like, oh, that's an easy fix. I just need some friggin' plumber's putty. Yeah. So, so that got done, and then you know, just some light. So, are you going to patch the drywall? Yeah, there, or are you going to just keep leave the that hole? hole? No, well, you can keep the hole and like put like a little door there. No, it would look dumb. Was it? Would it? Is it? Was, it it's, it's not a chi- in a closet. No, it's in in the friggin' bedroom. Oh, that sucks. Okay. I hate the way people design houses with no access to the things that leak and you know, without like pulling down a wall. It, it's dumb. There should be Jeffrey's tubes. <laughs> there absolutely should in houses. Right? In a house this big, there's plenty of space for Jeffrey's tubes. Yeah. doesn't have to be huge. Yeah. But also, like, I, I would like to run some uh, some wires. Yeah. I can't do that. How am I going to get in the fucking wall? How are you going to reroute power through the warp plasma manifold? I can't. And if there's an antimatter leak, the whole house is just going to explode. Yeah. So, how was your week? Well, not to be too complainy, because <laughs> I'm already... Okay. So, part... <laughs> Part of it is just a like state of mind to begin with. So, I get into a state of mind. So, so my daughter was at camp this week, which was oh. really cool. I'm glad she got to go. Camp, camp titty caca. Uh, I uh, yes, and uh, I realized how I'm already off on the tangent. <laughs> I realized how like how important camp is to kids. Uh-huh. Like it's only a week, but they had entire TV shows about kids being at camp. Remember, oh, yeah. especially in the eighties. Yeah. Less nowadays. Yeah, but back then, yeah. They, I mean, the whole Adams Family Two movie. The kids were at camp. Were they at camp? Yeah. I was uh, listening to a This American Life episode that just came out. It's weird, but they, they must have just brought it out at the time a lot of kids go to camp. Like yeah, late it's, July, it's a summer thing. You know, people go yeah. to camp. So anyway, they it was a rerun from like 99 or something, mm-hmm. but they were talking to a bunch of kids at camp. And w- Was it in the Poconos? It was. It was in West Michigan by Paw Paw. Oh, no, the Paw Paws. Yeah. All those kids are grown now, but, you know, maybe they got the Kalamazoo promise. Anyway. From their Kalamazoo Paw Paw. I'm in a mood. Mm-hmm. And I haven't traveled in a while, except for like to see my dad. Like I haven't gone yeah. 
You did not like local travel. Time. Yeah, local, yeah. Like within a, a very small radius. Right. So I, de- I had decided I'm sitting there. I have nothing to do. My child's at camp. Uh, I'm working, you know, but I'm working remotely. Or so you can work anywhere. You can work anywhere. There's internet. So I say, you know, I've never been to Maine. I've always wanted to go to Maine. I love Maine. I've got this whole week off with nothing to do. I don't have any hockey game on Friday. Let me just go. And if I hate it, I'll come back. Uh, so I went and like the first half of the trip was fine. Mm-hmm. It, it it was. Um, what route did you take? Well, that's the thing. So um, I don't like to pay tolls. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Um, so, and the Ohio Turnpike has gone up astronomically. It's like thirteen dollars to get through Ohio. It's ridiculous. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's yeah. So like, okay, fine. Um, I'll pay the th- I paid the thirteen bucks on the way back because <laughs> I was like, I just want to get home. Um, so I went through like down through Ohio. There's like that, that state route. Yeah, yeah. that kind of like hugs the coast and mm-hmm. goes past Cedar Point. Yeah, yeah. And my grandma um, used to always take that way to go to Cedar Point. It's the best way because there's less traffic. Honestly. And no tolls. And no tolls. Yeah, exactly. But you don't get the benefit of the turnpike restrooms. The turnpike restrooms are very nice. Very nice. And a lot of them have uh, Tesla superchargers in them. So. And they have a nice area for dogs to do their they thing? They do, yeah. I, so a couple times on the way there, because you have to charge uh, after like every uh, two or three hours of driving or so, you need to charge up, um, like highway driving. Um, so sometimes it, the, it would take me... Like the closest supercharger was on the turnpike, so I'd get on, pay a dollar for the turnpike, and then charge my car, and then I'd leave. You know. Um, so anyway, so I went up that way, Ohio, New York, and I was up. I went through Vermont. Vermont is beautiful. It's the only New England state I've never been to. Really? Yeah. It was. Uh, so I didn't. I didn't see Bernie. I was hoping I'd see Bernie there. Um, there was a guy working at like the Vermont. The, like the um the welcome the welcome center you know for Vermont, mm-hmm. very Bernie looking. Was he selling Bernie gloves? Crazy white hair. <laughs> he was sitting in a, in a camp chair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, like Vermont was very very nice and very nice people in Vermont as well. Everybody that I talked to was nice. Like I stopped at a couple of farm stands and I got blueberries at one that were very mm. good and. Um, it's around blueberry season, right? Th- it is. Yeah. Yep, it really is, and they were very good. And uh, I got this. The best cold brew coffee I've ever had was at this farm stand in Vermont. Nice. Anyway. I love a good farm stand. They're great. And it was very cute. And uh, so so the first night, um, I thought I'm going to stop in this town, I think, in Pennsylvania. I'm, I'm, I'm skipping around. Yeah, this fine. is going to be way too long. We'll cut, yeah. it, we'll cut it all. It's fine. It's we'll fine. keep it all in. It's, my, it's our podcast, right? Yeah. If you don't like it, go listen to This American Life. Yeah. You put it on two times speed at this point, yeah. and you'll get through. So anyhow, uh, first night I was going to go, there was a... So I had the dogs with me, by the way. Mm-hmm. I didn't mention that. So there was a La Quinta Inn, and I was going to stay there. And um, by the time I was there, because I didn't book it beforehand, because I didn't wasn't sure if I was going to make it there. Yeah. I wasn't going to get there until like 2 in the morning. So by the time I got there, it was booked, oh. and there were no other pet-friendly hotels. So mm. I ended up sleeping in the car. Oh no! That night, which is oh, it was okay. It was a little sketch. Hmm. Um, the so where the supercharger was was in like this twenty-four hour gas station thing. It wasn't a Sheets, but a lot of them are at Sheets. You yeah, know, yeah. You know, Sheets. Yeah, yeah. Delicious food at Sheets, by the way. That's why I hear. I've never 
you get to order it from the touch screen. You don't have to talk to anybody. It's nice. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, it's not just the hot dog that's on the wheel? Huh? No, it's not that. No. There's actually a restaurant where they oh. make food. Mm. Yeah. Um, where was I? Oh, so I had to sleep in the car, which wasn't bad, but I only got like three hours of sleep because it was just a little, I was a little squeaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, the dogs, they used to be better watchdogs than they are now, but they're both kind of like deaf, <laughs> and so they don't really hear things, you know? Anyway, point of the story is, um, the next day I got to wake up before the sun came up and I got to watch the sunrise over the mountains of like the New York, Pennsylvania border. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, not, no, not New York, Pennsylvania border. New York, Vermont? New York, Vermont border maybe? Yeah, New York, Vermont border, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, there were like, I was on this like uh, kind of back road highway and like I was driving through fog first mm-hmm. and then I got up over top of the fog and then, oh, I'm on top of a mountain. They get the light first. Yeah. Yeah. And then so the sun was coming up and like there was still fog in the valley. Ooh. So it was like on top. It was really, really, really nice view. And so so I'm there. I'm, I drive through Vermont. Vermont was um, not to complain about my car, um, but the car does not really do well in this type of driving, this Tesla. It's too... It's, a, it's too hard to keep it at a specific speed. Mm. Uh, speed limit's 35. I'm going 35. But I can't. I have to keep speeding mm. up and slowing down. That's a that's a pain on you, like your leg. It is. Because I, I can't find the sweet spot with the accelerator, mm-hmm. right? So, But then I put it in cruise control. But the cruise control on the Tesla is actually garbage. Just drains the battery? It No. No? It doesn't keep you at a specific speed. It keeps... It, it slows down a lot. Too much. So... Hmm. And then it tries to, like... Does it have like the where it's like watching like if you get too close to a it does mm. yeah but mm-hmm. the the what do you call it um adjusting cruise control yeah, yeah yeah in the Subaru that I had was much better than the Tesla so when we went to California mm-hmm. we rented a Prius that had that adjusting oh. I fucking hated it we never used it really because it was like and it also had lane assist and I hated that oh, too I was like yeah. stop it yeah I know what I'm doing yeah so the Tesla slams on its brakes Sometimes when you're in cruise control, it thinks there's something in the road and it just slams on the brakes. So, so the Tesla cruise control was uh, designed based on like my grandma. Pretty much. Yeah. It's like too close. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so and also like I drive the, the speed limit through these towns, these little towns that I don't know anything about because I don't know about the cops and how whatever. Yeah. There's always a pickup truck on my ass. Mm-hmm. Always. Who wants you to go like 55? Who wants me to go 55, exactly. And like, so you put your arm on you. It like, wasn't very relaxed driving, I guess, is what mm. I'm trying to say. So um, it was nice going through uh, Massachusetts and going through these little tiny towns. Like the west side of Massachusetts? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's beautiful over there. I it love is, it. yeah. And um, I didn't see one Trump flag the entire time until I got to New Hampshire. And I was on back roads in the country. New Hampshire seems like the redneck area of New England. It's it's it does it very it really did. Um I yeah. So anyway, uh driving through these little Vermont towns mm-hmm. like and it's a small town in Vermont and there's pride flags and Black Lives Matter and all this stuff, all this supportive things through the big town corridor. I'm like, this is nice. This is nice. We should all move to Vermont. We should, like. yeah. Or we should all move to New Hampshire and make it more like Vermont. <laughs> you want to gentrify New Hampshire? Is that what you're yes, saying? Yes, gentrify in that liberals taking over conservatives, <laughs> whatever that's called. <laughs> um, so anyway, and then I got to my first, this is, I'm only halfway through the trip. So then I got to my first hotel 
and there's only a certain number of um, hotels that will allow dogs to stay there. So my first one was a Super 8, and they're called Super 8 by Wyndham now, which uh, Wyndham owns La Quinta and Super 8 and a couple others. That Wyndham guy's an asshole, though. He's, well, based on his his hotels, I can see it. He's like a Trumpy douchebag. I can see it. So I have very minimum expectations for hotel rooms, okay? Especially, like, the cheaper ones, Like a Super 8? Yes. Um, Yeah, the Super 8, like, I thought, well, you know. It's not a Motel 6, but. Here's here's what I want. Here's what I want from a hotel, bare minimum. Uh, A clean room. Sure. Sheets. Mm -hmm. um, You know. No stains on the floor. No stains, right? Mm -hmm. Generally in good repair. You don't want to see nicotine like coming down the walls, <laughs> right, right? And doesn't stink. That is a bare minimum. I'd it say, seems for a hotel like room. a bare yeah. minimum thing. It must be very difficult to run a hotel because no hotels are like that for me. <laughs> in in like the one fifty to two hundred price range that I like to stay in, um, I wasn't getting fifty or sixty dollar night hotels. Like I thought, you know, yeah. I do a little upgrade and super eights just seemed consistent back in the day garbage absolute garbage hotel there like the sink was leaky and there was a stain like a red stain in the bathtub and like the rusty sheets or... were moist Ooh. the room stunk like someone had sprayed too much axe body spray over top of bo oh. so it was axe body spray and bo so they rented it to a bunch of middle schoolers i think they did yeah gotcha. the remote for the tv the buttons didn't press like just like you, just little things mm-hmm um, and, uh, so my entire trip, only five out of 10, <laughs> uh, I got to Maine, had a lobster roll, delicious. Uh, the, the people of Maine are super friendly. It's wild how friendly they are. May- we loved Maine. Yeah. We had a great time when we went. I wish I could have gotten more up into Maine. Yeah. Like we went up to Acadia. I was, I just got the tip. Just the tip. Did you see any porcupines in Acadia? We did. Because that would be cool. We saw one porcupine like shimmying off the road yeah. when it was dark. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe that was in the UP. I can't remember. So when we went to Maine, as soon as we got back, we drove up to the UP. Might have been oh, the UP. okay. Yeah. I don't know. I saw a porcupine that within that two weeks of going to Maine. So whatever. Okay, nice. Um, no fucking bears, though. Good. Never seen a goddamn bear. Want to see a bear. You want to see a bear? We want to see a bear. I would Not like, like to up close, see a bear like, from the car. Yeah, Where that would be fine. Immediately or it, or across the valley. That would be like, nice. See yeah. it out way out there? That'd be fine. Yeah. But I want to see one. <laughs> Never seen ne- a bear in real life? I have been to Acadia, uh-huh. Gra- Glacier, Banff, Jasper, Yellowstone, uh, uh, the Yosemite, yeah. uh, Grand Tetons, Redwoods. You know what your problem is? You've never had a picnic basket. I do need a picnic basket. <laughs> I don't know how much of this the story I'm going to keep going with. It's, Did you go to the big? So it's just really complaining, it, and it's there's this isn't funny at all. This is just us talking about bullshit. Yeah, well, that's what our show is. Maybe the picnic basket thing was funny. But I don't know. So, we never know what's going to be funny until we hit it. Did true. you go to the the Portland Head Lighthouse? I did. Did you get I head did. there? Uh, I did not. Oh well, unfortunately, you should have asked. I, the yeah. lighthouse will bend over. <laughs> you got to close your eyes, though. Otherwise, yeah. it'll blind you. So from Portland, Maine, I took back roads. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's um, US-1 that mm-hmm. uh, kind of hugs the coast. Yeah, yeah. So I did that, and that was really cool. All these, So all these little beachside towns, mm-hmm. um, like classic, like... New england New england beachside towns. Mm-hmm. It's like Mackinac Island, but with cars. And not like a tourist trap. Right. 
Yes. Well, and so there were like I mean, nice, some are, but... nice restaurants mm-hmm. and uh, fresh seafood, places to buy fudge, places to buy seafood. Mm-hmm. Like love New England. Cotton candy, ice cream shops. Beautiful. Incidentally, All love New England instance. would not want to live there. No, me either. So too many people. So, the roads are horseshit. Speaking of too many people. So I drive down the coast. Uh-huh. Everything's fine. I get to Rhode Island. Rhode <laughs> Island is like... Neither a road nor an island? <laughs> no. You know those uh, cash for gold stores? <laughs> yeah. Rhode Island is as if like those cash for gold stores was a state. I feel like there's a lot of pockets within the New England eastern seaboard that are like that. Like New Jersey, also cash for Goldie. I got flipped off because I tried to turn into a driveway of a gas station. This girl was was crossing like right on the, the entrance mm-hmm. um, and I started turning right and she was already there so I kind of slammed my brakes and she was there. She just looked at me and flipped me off. I was just like, what? What did I do? So we have friends who uh, <laughs> live in Rhode Island. Yeah. And I've always found like the drivers were like too nice and like they, they would like stop to let it and it would like back everyone up and it would drive me crazy oh, and they'd yeah. like stop and like let you come out and you know it's they, like, they stop it. i was in the wrong part of rhode island i was in providence mm. and then i stayed at a la quinta so providence is my least favorite part of rhode island Th- really so yes. this hotel this la quinta um i was in uh it wasn't a basement necessarily because <laughs> there were windows but it was like on the backs like you walked in the front of the hotel you were on the second floor and then I had to go downstairs to the first mm. floor to get to my room. And this room had uh, peeling paint on the oh. ceilings. It had like, there was like dust in the corners of the floor. There was like a, a chair was weirdly placed. And like it had been updated. Like it had like newer uh, countertops in the in the bathroom and stuff. But like when you turned the water on, it was like barely any water pressure mm. and Again, the fucking remote didn't work for the TV. I couldn't. The TV kept like the the sound kept blinking out on it, so I couldn't watch the TV. <sighs> Did not have a good hotel experience. Gotta get it together. anyway. And then, so, I'm I, I'm in Providence. I say, okay, I want to go home. Mm-hmm. I wanna go home. TikTok <laughs> sound. I get in my car. I, you know, put the put home in. It, it keeps wanting to, me to go to Canada. I don't want to go through Canada just because, like, the COVID restrictions. And I I think I've, you gotta have I've a got passport. the dogs and I've got the... Oh, the enhanced the ID. enhanced license. Yeah. I just don't want to deal with the border crossing. Yeah. And then the time it takes, whatever. So I kind of go down sort of north of New York City. And when I get there, it's just traffic. Yeah. So the first charging station I was supposed to get to, um, I was supposed to get there at 5 p.m., um, I didn't get there until eight, so I got put behind three hours mm-hmm. when I'm just trying to get home, and I wanted to go home, and I couldn't. I couldn't route around any of the traffic because every time I tried to route around traffic, there was more traffic. I oh, I saw a Walmart in some part of like northern or uh, eastern New York that didn't have a, a grocery store. So it was the size of the old school Walmarts. What, a 1900s Walmart? Yeah, I think so. It was the weirdest shit. So does Walmart still use the happy face? Uh, They didn't. I didn't have to watch out for falling prices. Okay, that's good. That's good. (laughs) You know, that's the thing. So like I said, we have friends that live in Rhode Island. And back when I worked retail, we'd go out there probably two, three times a year. Yeah. Because we could stack our weekends and it was easy to go out for like a four-day weekend. Yeah. And so we have taken multiple different routes and the the New York, anything that goes New York City, bullshit. Uh, I got to the point I'm like, I'm just going to pay the ridiculous 
$50 or whatever to take all the toll roads because it is the quickest and it's a long drive. Yeah. And just fuck it. I'm so sick of right. everything. So also in this this town that the Walmart was in, um, a lot of Hasidic Jews. Really? Uh, well, I don't. Near I, New York City? It was like north, like north, like maybe like an You're just hour like, north. it's near north of New York City. Yeah. And I, there's no problem. It's just like. Is it near the Poconos? Different. It was near the Poconos. Did yeah. you get some brisket? No brisket. No, I didn't stop anywhere. Wait. Yeah, I know. Well. So I'm home now. And then. So it sounds like the traveling part of it was the bullshit part. But the locations you went to and saw were good. Not Rhode Island. Not but everywhere else. But <laughs> I would have stayed anywhere. But I should have. I wish I would have known I would have gone into Connecticut. But I, I've never been to Connecticut. I was in Connecticut. I've never been to Vermont. I was in Vermont. So it's nice to kind of knock those off my list. I've seen New I Hampshire saw some too. cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Rhode Island, like the southern part, you go down to like Newport. That's where they had all the mansions from the early 1900s. Oh, yeah. Beautiful, good seafood. Okay. Right on the ocean. Like, I should have, very nice. I should have found a La Quinta in Newport or something. Yeah, or anywhere like. Yeah, uh, you can also go to like there's some islands off New uh, Rhode Island, uh, Block Island, and then you also can go to like Martha's Vineyard, yeah. which is technically I think Connecticut, but oh yeah, yeah, you know you can get the ferries out there. It's or may, might be Massachusetts. I don't know. I did stop island. at a uh, so I was driving along and I saw this little on the map. I saw this. Um, it's like a park. Oh, okay. So the dogs need to go out. I'm gonna walk them a little bit. So I go. I kind of drive kind of back roads to get to this park. Um, so like a, off off the beaten path, but I think there's like a spot where you can go to the beach by, by the ocean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I go in there, and I pull up to the thing, and the guy was super friendly. He handed me like a, I was like, "What is there to do in this park?" He goes, "Oh, here you go. So there are no dogs allowed on the beach, but you can take them anywhere else as long as they're on the leash." Um, and oh, the entrance fee is twenty one dollars. <laughs> I said, "Hey, so what?" Oh, I'm sorry, you use twenty one dollars, and then like I'm so. I am more cheap than I am socially anxious. So I was just like, do you mind if I just turn around? Is that cool? He goes, yeah, sure. No problem. He's like, if you want to, next time you come back, if you come before 10 a.m., just park right out here and you can come in for free. It's like, oh, well, thank you very much. Have a nice day. Turned around, got the fuck out of there. $21. And there wasn't even anything like in the park except for like a beach. I think it's probably has like a beach and like nice facilities and stuff like, but I couldn't take the dogs there anyway. So then they do have some nice beaches and they do. Yeah. Drive down the road 10 more minutes, I see this other park, I pull in, um, and it was a like a Revolutionary War fort. Nice. That was really, really cool. And it was $4. Uh, like you put it in like a little drop box. There was nobody there. And uh, t- took the dogs around. You could go in these the old like bunkhouse and the mm. old buildings and like see like little slits where they could put their muskets and stuff and... I know it was haunted as fuck, <laughs> but even so the big, so I put the dogs in the car cause Eva can't take stairs. So we had to walk up a lot of stairs and there's this big, uh, building where they, the, the main fort was. And, uh, like even the, they had like these hand painted hand lettered signs that looked like they're from like the 1940s, maybe mm-hmm. talking about the history of this place. That's cool. And like, um, Abraham Lincoln's vice president, who I don't remember his name. Andrew Johnson or the first one? The first one. Uh, anyway, I'll tell you. Anyway, apparently he, Hill. he was stationed there. Okay. Uh, as a lieutenant or something. Oh. Like, I don't know. Bef- That's before very cool. he was vice president. Anyway, it was cool. And then I got stuck three hours on the way home. But now I'm back. And uh, that was too long. So you might be interested in going 
to there again if conditions were better. I would like to go to Vermont. I would like to spend a few days in Boston because I did not get to see Boston. Lots of revolutionary stuff there. Yeah. There's also Minutemen National Park, which is like a few miles outside of Boston where yeah. the Revolutionary War started. Old Ironsides is there this, in Boston. Yep. I've never been that. in it, but I've seen it. Neat. Neat. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I w- I'd go back Vermont as like a little getaway place, mm-hmm. and then Boston, and then of course like New York City. I'd go back. Anyway. Yeah, you should give give Newport a try, give Rhode Island a second chance. No, beautiful. <laughs> so you got to fly into Providence, don't you? No, no, no. You can fly into Boston. Providence is a couple hours away. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, you just fly into Boston. That's a you can fly into Providence, but it's more expensive. <laughs> Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. And it's like a tiny dumb plane. Yeah. Also, the I, I love accents. The accents are very funny. <laughs> so the lobster place, like on the menu, it has L-O-B-S-T-A-H. Lobster. Lobster. Lobster yeah, roll. Even lobster. Dennis. I remember when we went out to visit our friends, their daughter was in uh, ballet. Yeah. And their ballet uh, teacher didn't want them to stick their butts out. Mm-hmm. Like, no bushy tushy. Pull them in. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I stopped at this pub in one of the seaside towns for dinner, and uh, there was these there were these locals that were there. I, I ate at the bar. Um, these locals were sitting over there, and they were talking. They didn't know each other. Um, but the one was like, "Is that your car out there?" Yeah, yeah, it's a Corvette '76. Oh, that's a nice one. Like it's just like funny hearing the your car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's Corvette. <laughs> so anyway, now that we've lost all of our listeners. <laughs> Uh, if you would like to comment or suggestion, uh, theyarepod at gmail.com. Yeah. Or you can send us uh, links to places you should visit uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash theyarepod uh, in Rhode Island that are better. Yeah. We'll turn you around on this. It'll be all right. I need some antidepressants. <laughs> well, I have some updates. <laughs> oh, good. This will make me feel better. On uh, episode 192, Choking on a Chicken Bone, we oh. discussed a body found at Lake Mead as it was drying up. Yeah. And then the following episode, 193, an NFT of a human-shaped bullet, uh, there was another body that was found. Okay. There has been a third body found. Oh. Uh, last week, a third body was found. Um, the first one was on May 1st. second one was May 7th. Uh, this body was partially submerged in mud near a swimming area. Oh. So you could have been like, ooh, what? What my foot brush against? <laughs> it's a hand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the sex and the cause of death have not yet been determined. They're still looking into that. So they didn't. They, we don't know if someone had sex with a corpse. Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure someone has had sex with a corpse, but that's not what's going on in this oh, situation gotcha. that okay. we're aware of. Got it. Uh, in episode 197, the hour boner log. It's a three way. We discussed the Google engineer Blake Lemoyne, uh, who thought that the AI was alive. Good God, Lemon. Good God. Uh, he's been fired. Oh, yep. yes. I did hear about this. Because so, the, the guy, like, he violated their... Privacy um, or non-disclosure. Yeah. yeah something yeah. like that. Uh, he announced it himself on a podcast he was on. Oh. And then Google confirmed that that was, in fact, the case. Okay. Well. Wow. So, there you go. You know, I was just thinking, because we were joking about your uh, Roomba upstairs. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's It's got problems. What if what if he loaded this AI into a Roomba so and give it autonomy and let it do whatever it wants? <laughs> would it still vacuum? Would I saw, it still do the things? No, it'd run. For its purpose? It'd run out the front door? Yeah. I, my wife sent me a, a TikTok on Instagram uh, last night of a Roomba going out the front door, just like driving down the road. <laughs> it was clearly like a remote control that they put the Roomba body on. Yeah. And yeah. it was like it went to a skate park and it was going on like the little half pipes and things like that. And That's funny. Just going everywhere. 
Uh, we also had some listener feedback. Oh. Uh, last week we were talking about the like uh, bits we used to do. Yeah. And we're like, ah, oh, do we need to do those? Uh, listener contacted and said they enjoyed the bits. Oh. So Your uncle? Indeed. Okay. So there you go. Uh, well, we're not been, doing them. <laughs> we might. You don't know. Not today we're not. <laughs> well, not today, no. <laughs> Sorry. Well, actually, kind of we are. We're oh, going yeah, to do a product yeah. review bit. We are. So we haven't done that go. in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, it's been a while. Oh, my favorite. Okay, so I have two favorite stations on Spotify now. Not, okay. not stations, but like in Spotify, you can choose a song and then say go to radio and mm-hmm. it'll play you s- songs like that song. Songs that are like that okay, song yeah, yeah. in that genre or whatever. Um, the first one is this indie alt playlist was wonderful. The second one, remember the band Stained? Yes. Stained Radio? Amazing. <laughs> so good. So 90s. So angsty. I loved it. Awesome. I need a little angst in my life. <laughs> you want someone to write you a Dear John letter? Dear John, dear whoever. I don't care. Yeah. You know, to add some angst. Oh, yeah. That would I'm, be nice. I'm leaving you. Yeah. Goodbye. Forever. Yes. I, I, I need my Uncle Joe. Taking the dog. That's what I need. <laughs> I need my Dave Coulier to the Alanis Morissette of my life. You need to cut it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of cutting things out. Oh, this is going to be great pronouncing all these. Sri Lankan president Gotabaya Rajapaksa. Ah, yes. I assume. Yeah. Uh, has tendered his resignation in a letter sent by email to the parliamentary speaker Mahinda Yapa. Abewadanera. Nena. Sorry. Nice. It's an N, not an R. My, I'm not wearing my glasses. There. Okay. So once you, um, once you are acquainted with Indian people and you work with them, mm-hmm. like it becomes easier to pronounce their names, even though the first time you see it, it's like that is 20 syllables. Yeah. I don't know if I can pronounce that. Um, but like, if you, you have like a name it, like right? Karthikeya Minakshi Sundaram, like that is just his name, right? Yeah. So that's cool, um, and I know it because I've seen it and I've heard him say it a couple times. But mm-hmm. seeing it for the first time, I, I don't. It's very difficult. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. You were just stating a good. Just, just saying it. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to pronounce them at first, and it's like we're stumbling over that we're not trying to be insensitive to these yeah. people's names. No. Yeah. It's a word I've never said before. Right. I mean, people do that all the time with the English words. Yeah. They've read it many times, never said it out loud, never heard anyone say it out loud. Yeah. So they do their best. Right. And that's what I just did. So like like the uh, city Des Moines. Indeed. I didn't know that it was pronounced Des Moines until somebody said it. I remember in middle school, mm-hmm. uh, we were looking at a map in social studies, uh, and a student uh, who was sitting next to me looked at the map and said, what is Arrakisass? <laughs> And he said, that's Arkansas. Ah. And he said, oh. Arcane. Actually, he was a douchebag and was like, mm. connect I cut. That's how I remember how to spell it. Me too. Uh, Arkansas is how I pronounce it. Anyway, Rajapaksa landed in Singapore on a flight from Maldives earlier after fleeing his country in the wake of an anti-government protest. You know, it's Arkansas because all the pirates from Kansas went to Arkansas. Is that right? Yeah. Arkansas. <laughs> 
The legality of it needs to be ascertained. It has been shared with the relevant authorities for the ver verification of the same. Once we have official confirmation and it is legally verified, we hope to make a statement regarding it, the Speaker's office said. Okay. So can you break up via email with your presidency? Presidency? Presidentship? Apparently. They're trying to find out. I mean, they didn't just go to their status on Facebook and switch it to it's complicated. <laughs> Is this, they, they still have that on Facebook? I have no idea. That's funny. Relationship we look it up. Status. <laughs> they do have relationship status still. What a what a Gen X thing. to I almost said Boomer. What a Gen X thing to do. Go on Facebook and put your statuses. It's complicated. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's a... I think that's a... You think that's a, millennial? That's a millennial thing. Yeah? Gen X doesn't give a shit. They're barely on Facebook. Apparently there's a new way to introduce a, a like to soft launch a new partner on social media. It's just you don't announce that I have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You just take a photo with them, like a selfie with them, and then say you're at some bar or whatever. Yeah. And you or like with or so even so. yeah, or even softer, you you take a picture of your of your drink at a bar and then their drink is across from you. But you don't show their face. You just so see you there's another person there. Insinuate there's with? another person. Who are they with? Yeah, it's like a soft lunch. And that's that's what the kids are doing these days. Stop. You're not a business. <laughs> you don't need to soft launch something. Yeah. They're all like, mm, we don't want to label ourselves. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop being a little whiny douchebag. So, uh, speaking of whiny douchebags, Singapore said Rajapaksa had been allowed to enter the country on a private visit, but had not asked for or been granted asylum. Uh, Rajapaksa pledged to quit after angry demonstrations broke out. Uh, angry demonstrators, rather, broke into his official residence, swam in his pool, and demanded an end to his family's ruling dynasty. What a protest. <laughs> like, we are swimming in your pool. I didn't even shower first. Nope. I did not wash off the sunscreen. I, I feel bad for your... Uh, you can see the sheen your floating on top. Yeah. So uh, the absence of a formal resignation letter raised questions about the intentions of an apparently self-exiled leader who appointed the prime minister as acting president after leaving his island nation. Well, the Sri Lankan's parliament will not reconvene until Rajapaksa formally submits his resignation letter. Uh, protesters say they will continue until Rajapaksa and the acting president both step down. Oh. Well, you got to give at least two weeks notice. Yeah, I mean. And then, uh, yeah. So is that a thing? Like, so is there a way that's for, like, American presidents to resign? Yeah, Nixon resigned. Right. But, like, is there a specific way they have to do it? Or can they, like, just slip? Slip a note? Slip a note. I mean, I think it has to be in writing. It has to be in writing? Yeah. I don't think they have to. I don't think they have to officially go on television and say, I will be. Because Nixon, when he resigned, he said, I will effective tomorrow at noon. I will. Yeah. No longer be whatever. You can't says. just go to Nancy Pelosi and be like, I quit. <laughs> well, you, you go to your vice president. Oh, what if you don't like your vice president? Doesn't matter. He's okay. next. She. Due to the, well, in this case, she. Big eye roll. Don't eye roll me. We've had 45 presidents and f more than 45 vice presidents. <laughs> I know that you were thinking about Nixon. I know. It's fine. I'm just fucking with you. So, Gerald uh, Ford. Gerald Ford dead today. Uh, because he uh, replaced Spiro Agnew. Senseless age of 83. Uh, did you read the last one? I didn't. Sri Lanka currently has crippling shortages of fuel with many vehicles abandoned near gas stations. That yeah, sucks. So they're very unhappy. Not good. No. 
Uh, I'll bet Joe Biden is to blame somehow. <laughs> Probably. Thanks, Biden. <laughs> we had a substitute teacher in the middle school I taught. I think, yeah, she was from Sri Lanka. Yeah. She was like 83. Wow. Still substitute teaching That's, in COVID. Ugh. I was like, stay home. You're going to die. <laughs> Yeah. She was so nice. Loved her. Well, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they could have chained the president to a tree. He's in Singapore. They do the, the canings there. Yeah. Oh, they do. You're right. I yeah, remember that, that guy in the 90s, the yeah. teenager. Yeah, I remember that. Got caned. That was a big international incident, wasn't yeah. it? Beat him with a tiny tree. <laughs> a uh, switch, if you will. A switch. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. that Singapore is there. They're basically like, go get a switch. <laughs> They're like a country grandma. <laughs> and don't bring a small one, because if you bring a small one, I'll pick it. You don't want me to pick it. <laughs> Gets a two by four. <laughs> Child abuse is fun. <laughs> hey, grandma, I bought you a one by six. <laughs> I said a switch, not a paddling. So speaking of treats. Mm-hmm. A man who reportedly ignited wildfires Motherfucker. in a remote forested corner of Oregon uh, was ha- apprehended by three local residents and tied to a tree until police arrived. That seems quite dangerous with a wildfire going on. It does. And can you do that? Isn't that against the law? It was a citizen's arrest. Are those real? Apparently, because it was. And these people didn't get like arrested for false imprisonment or apparently kidnapping? They, apparently they called the police and were like, we got him! Wow. Those trees out there are big, though. I'm glad they had a long enough chain. <laughs> uh, they just got a switch. <laughs> they did that a couple times, in the, or at least once in The Walking Dead, where they someone was dying, and they didn't really know what to do with him. He was going to turn into a zombie, so they just chained him to a tree. Hmm. Instead of killing him, they just left him there to die and turn. Hmm. And they, you just have to guess on what happened to him, because they didn't go back. He just chewed through his arm, so he got out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like a dog stuck in a bear trap. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. It's very flammable out there. It's, you shouldn't be lighting fires. It's true. Fucking yeah. asshole. Yeah. So we we went to California, right? We talked about that on the pod. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the area we drove through to get to Yosemite, wildfire. All like burned. a week after we left. Uh, about a thousand acres burned. They got mostly under control. Didn't get too far. But a second wildfire on the other side of Yosemite, uh, like 6,000 acres already. Yeah. I am so torn with the wildfires situations because the one side of me says oh wildfires are natural that's true like protect people's houses and stuff for whatever but like it'll kind of let them burn maybe but the other side of me is like oh we're having more wildfires now because of human caused climate change yeah. so, so you're just gonna let, let everything happen. burn because we fucked it up exactly no like uh, apparently we should just go out and rake the forests <laughs> like trump said a while ago look you need a dyson okay he wasn't get up all those leaves i mean he's an idiot but he wasn't all the way wrong. So the the more the, underbrush there is, the yeah. underbrush there is, yeah. The, yeah. Um, and so wildfires would come through, and this has been proven, um, like for through tree core samples, mm-hmm. where like wildfires come through, the bigger trees survive because they're smaller wildfires because they just burn the underbrush. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't let those burn, then it gets builds up and builds up, and then you have yeah. the big wildfires that bring down the giant trees. But also in these big, like especially like the redwoods, that's how they make new trees. Yeah, because yeah. the heat opens the cone, cones, and then they land in the ashy, wonderful. And I was also reading while we were there that uh, the heat often or the fires often kill like the sicker trees, mm-hmm. uh, which is better for the forest because they're gone and the new trees can grow in their place. And but like you said, the problem is it's too much, right? Because everything's just burning down, right? Yeah, and now. 
after preventing wildfires for so long, now there's so much underbrush you can't really have like a small controlled fire because you just burn the whole place down. Yeah. That happens uh, in and because it's so dry, right? In grasslands, uh, well, it's dry because of the human caused climate change, exactly droughts, right? Uh, for grasslands like the prairies and stuff, those had natural wildfires too. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do controlled burns in some uh, grasslands and like here in Michigan, actually. Yeah, yeah. The fire I've seen those before. Yeah, do a thing. Uh, my daughter's grandpa helps with that sometimes they'll go and help you know those things it's like a little can like, and they just drop it the fire, fire. yeah it's, like, it's neat yeah though sometimes it seems like they just don't want to mow so they're just like oh burn it down burn it down that's fine yeah burn it all uh well federal state and county authorities responded to the radio call from the u.s bureau of land management uh employee who oh the reported, blm yeah uh, and they said that later, and I was like, they? Uh, who reported a man was walking along a gravel road setting fires in the forest 25 miles north of Grants Pass. And these are not controlled burns. So no. this guy is just setting fires to be malicious. And He's a twisted fire starter. So ground crews assisted by local residents and three helicopters quickly got the two fires under control, the Curry County Sheriff John Ward said. Uh, meanwhile, three local residents located the suspect walking on the road near the fires and detained him. That is... Wild fire, not no, that's crazy. That, um, you could just go and, and like detain somebody. I don't know, how would you know it was him? How'd you know you have the right guy? I guess that's I all made the police, the police will figure it out. No, the police don't know. <laughs> I believe they have detectives for that reason. Oh, okay. Well, they'll arrest somebody. You can't arrest somebody. Oh, I don't know. It's strange to me. I saw a funny TikTok on Instagram that oh, yeah? said uh, cats are better than dogs because cats would never work for the police. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I saw that on TikTok two weeks ago. <laughs> it was reported that the suspect became very combative with the three residents and had to be tied to a tree to subdue him, Ward said in a statement. Well, I would be combative if someone was trying to tie me <laughs> to a tree off. or trying to arrest me. Yeah. You don't know me. I didn't start those fires. <laughs> he was always burning. Just the world's been turning. Yeah, they pulled up and like, the matches in your pocket? <laughs> or are you just happy to see me? Yes. So, you know, matches are different now than they used to be. Yeah. Used to be. So you strike them on anything before. Always wanted to strike a match on my jeans. Yeah. That would be you always so saw, yeah, cool. Jeans or like their tooth. Yeah. Or, like you always see like cowboys. Like, they don't make them like that anymore. No, and for good to... reason, because like if you dropped them, uh, just... they would just ignite <laughs> like a box of matches. Would just... Have you ever lit like a package or box of matches? It would catch on fire like California. Indeed, it would. Like a tinder box, literally. The problem is if you get a microscope and you look under there, there's too much underbrush. <laughs> the problem is with the microscope, you can't look left and right. You can only see what's right in front of you like your little snake. That's true. Speaking of little snakes, I assume Trump has a lot of underbrush, too. I assume he does, yeah. Gray hairy balls. (laughs) I'm kidding. They're probably orange. Big comb over. (laughs) The comb over pubes. (laughs) Uh, It was reported that the suspect... Oh, no, we said that, didn't we? Uh, After being treated at the hospital for injuries, while trying to escape, apparently. Yeah. Uh... uh, Trinan, Trinan, Smith, age 30, of Venta, Oregon, was held in a Cary County jail on charges of arson and reckless burning. Bond was set for $100,000. 
Unfortunately, he burned through his entire savings and uh. couldn't pay the bond. So this guy was treated for his injuries. They must have beat the shit out of this guy. <laughs> I well, think he, well, like, if he was fighting back, I'm yeah, sure. I think he like hurt his arm while trying to escape from the tree. Yeah, trying to gnaw it off. Yeah. <laughs> so the quick actions on getting the fires out most certainly averted a catastrophe and saved lives, uh, I should have said in a voice. Yeah. If the fires had not been contained, then if they got out of control, they could have blocked all the residents and visitors from having an escape route. Including the guy tied to a tree. Yeah. Like, say you just that stay again. there and burn. <laughs> it's like the Salem witch trials. No, they didn't burn anyone at the stake. Oh, listen to this bullshit. Yes. I'm driving down the coast. Uh-huh. The coast of the United States. Yes. I decide now's the time to get on the highway. I get on the highway, I go around, I, I go to get to Providence, I look at a map, I realize I got on the highway right before I went to Salem. So I missed <laughs> Salem, Massachusetts. Having been Fuck. to Salem, yeah, it's a bit tourist trappy. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Like they have a, so there's a park with a nice memorial to the people who were killed yeah. due to the, the witch trials, which apparently one of my ancestors. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, but like there's also a lot of like, you know, it's Salem kind of. It's a witch shop. Oh, yeah. I'll bet it's, like, really dumb in the fall and, like, Oh, I'm sure it's awful. Yeah. yeah. Well, they'll put a spell on you. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, okay. This episode of The Hour has been brought to you by... Pleasant Carpets Roomba Retirement Home. Does your Roomba lack that sucking oomph that it used to have? Does it get lost in the middle of the night? Well, send it to Pleasant Carpets. We care so you don't have to. This episode of the hour is also brought to you by Granny Gator's Granny Gator Wasp Traps. Tell those wasps not to buzz off. They can take off their jacket and stay a while. And by the Choco Taco. Have you ever wanted a taco but it seemed a little too ethnic? Why not try some non-spicy vanilla ice cream and swirl in some chocolate, but don't tell mom and dad, and then nut all over it. A taco everyone will want to eat, especially Uncle Dorothy, you know, the one with the 20-year-long roommate. The Choco Taco, no longer available anywhere tacos are sold. All right, so we we have a product review, but with a little bit of a new story to it first. Okay, okay. Uh, you may have seen, but if not, uh, the Choco Taco, a ice cream treat. It's a waffly cone shaped like a taco filled with ice cream dipped in chocolate shell mm-hmm. nuts on top. Well, the beloved Klondike product uh, we have found this week, uh, packaged ice cream like a taco, has been discontinued. Oh, well, is it that beloved then if it was discontinued? Well... Since they announced it's discontinued, people have been uh, speaking out about it. Of course. I had never, so I'd heard of a Choco Taco, but I didn't know what it was. I heard the name Choco Taco in a show. Yeah. Uh, Didn't know what it was. I was like, all right. They used to sell them at Taco Bell, which made perfect sense. Yeah. That does make perfect sense. It's like a Choco Taco. Yeah. Well, I guess they originally used to sell them in ice cream trucks. And then gas stations and stuff started selling them. Right, right. Well, they're not going to be sold anymore. Okay. Over the past two years, we've experienced an unprecedented spike in demand across our portfolio and have had to make very tough decisions to ensure availability of our full portfolio portfolio nationwide, said a Klondike brand representative. Not that I like to go with my ice cream with a and then a nice fun portfolio. I know, right? 
So during the pandemic, it became common for companies to slim down their portfolios, portfolii, to help meet demand for their most popular items. But even less popular products have devoted fans who are upset by the decisions. Of course, if you can be upset by something but not spend any money to buy it, then just go on social media and say, I'm mad about the Taco Taco. Well, Choco Taco has fallen, one Twitter user declared. (laughs) They always take the best things away from us. Another muse. Uh, others berated Klondike for the decision on Twitter. Literally, the drumstick is all the Choco Taco is, I believe. it's. I've it's, never had one. It's. Uh, I mean, it's the same thing, right? It's a waffle cone, waffle ice cone. cream in the middle. Yeah. Chocolate, Chocolate shell nuts. on top. Yeah. So, I mean, it just the, when you told me that, I was like, yeah, that sounds right. It's a drumstick, just much harder to eat. <laughs> it's a messier drumstick. Yeah. You know, they looked at kids and they're like, hmm. Mm-mm. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah. So the Choco Taco was born in the early 1980s. At first, it was available mostly through ice cream trucks. Uh, eventually, Unilever, which now owns Klondike. Unilever is in like shaving gel or something? The right? Shaving gel? Or like the, Irish Springs? or the, uh, Toilet cleaners? <laughs> Maybe a little bit too corporate conglomerate. One flush? Yeah. So they began to distribute the product more widely. Uh, not all hope is lost, though. Uh, some notable fans have already tried to figure out a way to resurrect the Choco Taco. So pretty much find out how to make it on your own. Yeah. So, in fact, uh, Salt and Straws Limited Edition Chocolate Tacolet. <laughs> like, fuck, Choco Taco's taken. Well, we'll have the Chocolate Tacolet. That's like going, that's like Chuck E. Cheese being like Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> So uh, they will be returning with the chocolate chocolate, appropriately enough, on October 4th, which is National Taco Day. Yeah. So there will be a different version of the Choco Taco. The Sloppy Joe is now like a disheveled Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> but you were able to. I was able to get us some Choco through, Tacos. Through backwards channels and through the black market uh of the quick mart oh the quick yeah. <laughs> the quick mart so so the first time i ever saw an actual choco taco i was getting i was at the 711 uh, about 2 weeks ago yeah getting an icy and i looked the icies weren't available they like they were all mush yeah and so i went over to the ice cream bar cuz i was going to bring something back for my wife and i looked and i saw the stuff and i saw choco taco wow and i was like <laughs> choco taco funny yeah. uh and uh didn't buy it, just left. Okay. And then a few days later, you send me the story. Really? That there's no more Choco Tacos. Wow. And I was like, fuck, I should have gotten a Choco Taco. And so we went back yesterday to the 7-Eleven because uh, they said, you know, they, they're discontinuing it, but these people still have supply. Sure. So sure. I went back. We were going to get some ices, And I looked to get the Choco Taco. Not there. They're oh. out of Choco Tacos. There's been a run on them, apparently. Well, so I go to the, the other Quick Mart uh, and... I look in the ice cream thing, don't see it. And I was like, fuck. Because no. I was like, hey, we can do a bit. We'll try the Choco Taco. We'll do a product review. It'll be great. Yeah. No Choco Taco. And I'm about to leave, and I noticed there's something out of place. Like a, someone had just thrown an ice cream bar in there, and it was covering something that said Choc. And I was like, uh-huh. wait, is that a Choco Taco? It says Klondike. And I move it over. They have a whole row of Choco Tacos. Oh, wow. Somebody was hiding them. So I grabbed three. One yeah. for me, one for you. And my wife's never had one, so uh-huh. I got one for her. Uh, and I take it up to the the clerk and she's like oh someone's got a choco taco craving eh and i was like well actually i've never had one v'ger oh uh, i missed it sorry never had one wanted to try them because they're going to be discontinued she's yeah. like i don't understand it 
that is the best-selling thing out of my ice cream cabinet. Really? Like, I sell more of that than anything else. And I was like, really? Then it could and be sh- a could be a, a marketing ploy. That, a they said it's not thing. a marketing ploy. Like, it's, they well, went on the, the... That's what people who do marketing ploys say that's about true. marketing That's true. It's not ploys. a marketing ploy. But why? I mean, if it's already selling well... Yeah. Well, the, why do it? The, the first time I saw a run on a Choco Taco, it was on the internet in the 90s. Hmm. So was, that the, was that the runs from a Choco Taco? You did get it at a Taco Bell? It was a pornography site. Oh. Yeah. So, should we try these things? Let's go try them. Uh, wait, what are our... We're going to have to hide it from our children. Both our kids are here. We'll bring it down here. Okay, good. Yeah. All, right. All right, so we've got our... Our choco Klonda, tacos. It's, Klondike choco taco. It's a dessert taco. It's genius. Is really? That's what it says on it. Frozen vanilla dairy dessert with a chocolate flavored swirl in a sugar taco with milk chocolate coating and peanuts naturally and artificially flavored. All right. It's even got the bear on it. The Klondike. 250 calories for one taco. It's smaller than I remember. I've, I've never seen one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Open this bad boy up. Okay. Under Underwhelming. First impressions. First this impressions. is this is <laughs> yours is a little. It's uh, all broken. <laughs> you got a and broken choco taco. There's like vanilla ice cream on the cream outside all over of the it. outside of the taco. Wow. I'm supposed to get that inside. Mine. Oh no, mine's got a little bit of. Oh boy. It's like okay. it's like seeping out of the the sealant. It may have melted and came back. Okay. Well, let's let's take let's take a bite. We'll pause while we're eating and then we'll come back. Yeah. Nobody it. wants to hear us eat no. a taco. Right. <laughs> okay. So. Mm-hmm. It's not good. <laughs> the, it, I think it's been frozen or like melted and refrozen or something. I, I think my problem is the the taco is not crispy. No, it's tough. It's like it's, leathery. It also has it's it's like it got wet and dried. Yes. Yeah. And that that is not that is not the greatest. Uh, no, and it's all. Well, so it's got like it looks like it's got a layer of chocolate in between the ice cream and the like a drumstick. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna peel I mean, away it, a little bit. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. It tastes fine. It's just the texture's not, not very yeah, good. It's, uh, the taco's almost chewy. Yeah. I guess what did you expect from like a prepackaged? But a drumstick is pretty crispy. A drumstick. You're right. A drumstick is crispy. So what's you're going right. on here? Uh, apparently, the manufacturing facility that they made these in has fallen down on the job. <laughs> that's why it's being discontinued. <laughs> well, it could be. I mean, that's not great. The chocolate coating is good. Yeah. I, I mean, would the, say better than a drumstick. The flavors are okay. The ice cream's all right. I don't really like biting into ice cream, though. No, me either. And you have to. You cannot, yeah. you cannot gum this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you can gum a taco. Yeah. You don't want to bite it, though. No. All right. Well, shall we finish these and come back a little later? Sure. Okay. Okay, coming back to it, mm-hmm. after having eaten more of it. I most, finished I finished eating my taco. You still have. I did not finish mine. So, normally, like, the more, like, the meltier uh, some ice cream gets, the easier it is to eat because it's not a solid and you can lick it whatever. This Choco Taco got more difficult to eat as it went on because you tried to bite through the the shell and it kept squirting at me. Yeah. The further into eating this taco you got, the more stuff started oozing out. Yeah. Got messier. Got my fingers messier. were getting sticky. It was dripping down my chin a little bit. Yeah, it's my tongue was getting tired. It's it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. So um, I have to say that the so Choco ate, Taco, two out of ten. So you ate the taco very dissatisfied. 
Very dissatisfied with the taco. The flavor was okay. The chocolate on it was good. Yeah. Like I said uh, earlier, I think the big falling down I had with it was that the cone was not crispy. If the right. cone were crispy, I probably would be like, I like this. this is I don't good. remember if we were recording, but we said with, with the drumstick, the cone is crispy. Excuse me. You could bite into it. It crunches. Yeah. You know? This is not the case with the Choco Taco. Yeah. And and I don't maybe know why. this is just a poor quality. Um, it could have melted and thawed and whatnot. So maybe it's just like a bad experience we had. Yeah. But overall, yeah. I would not go out of my way to buy a Choco Taco. If no. I want this taste, I'm going with drumstick. Yeah. It's it's, it's the classic. easier way to go. You get to work your tongue a little bit. Mm-hmm. You really get in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Once you eat the ice cream on the top, you can like lick inside it with your tongue. And then you chew around the edge of the cone. Mm-hmm. And then lick some more. nibbles. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Do we get what? sexual over this Choco Taco? <laughs> what, would, what do you, out of 10, what do you rate it? Uh, I don't know. Like, I was satisfied. It's ice cream. It's yeah. chocolate. That's fine. Yeah. I don't know, five. It's just messy. It's just yeah, it's just it's, it's not good. It's not bad. It's just this is a Choco Taco. Okay. So I guess, uh, but I've got updates. Oh, about the Choco Taco? About the Choco Taco. Holy shit, okay. Uh, since I went to buy the Choco Tacos. Since we started recording? No, no. Uh, <laughs> I have found more information. It's possible for people who love the Choco Taco, which yeah. we are ambivalent toward. Not us, yeah. Uh, the Choco Taco's Twitter account has posted that they were surprised by the outpouring of support and are discussing next steps. Uh, since the announcement, there has been an unprecedented spike in demand, according to Klondike, and due to the backlash, they are already exploring options to bring it back. Okay. So, Choco Taco may be back. Uh, other people also like joined in, so the co-founder of Reddit, Alexis Ohanian, offered to take over the production, saying in a tweet, I'd like to buy the rights to your Choco Taco and keep it from melting away from future generations. I can't let this happen. Not to America. Not on my watch. <laughs> maybe, I... maybe he should do something about the sexists and the Nazis on his site. Maybe. How do maybe. I downvote a food item? That's my question. <laughs> uh, don't buy it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I bought three, so I've been upvoting it. So. <laughs> Uh, so the taco, the Choco Taco was invented in 1983 by Alan Drazen, who was working for a company called Jack and Jill Ice Cream Company. Okay. I hope his were a little more crunchy. We should do a homemade Choco Taco. That would be fine. Make that would be waffle good. Corns? Waffle corns? <laughs> <laughs> waffle corns. Waffle cones. Oh, dear. So if you make a waffle cone at home, are they crispy? I don't know. It depends on how much you... I've never made a waffle cone. I've never made a waffle cone either. But I think you you make them and then you form them into the shape and then they crisp up, right? They crisp, but yeah. So I assume you would have to get like a a taco shape thing. Well, if you make it round, you can just put it in like a taco holder and it'll just form into that shape. You're right. Yeah. You don't want the ends to curl up though. That would be very. You don't want the taco to seal itself. It needs to be open and ready. Yes. I I would actually like a taco burrito. That might be that might be good. You know, all... Forget it. (laughs) This has been an hour. Well, that was entirely underwhelming. (laughs) People are fighting for this thing? Apparently. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm just in a bad mood. (laughs) Maybe they're drunk when they eat it. I went to the East Coast, and I was underwhelmed. (laughs) And you were underwhelmed by a Choco Taco. Yes, I was. Underwhelmed by life at this point. <laughs> I'm just whelmed by life. Yeah. yeah. Not I, over, not under. Yeah. Just plain whelmed. 
I need a drink. Uh, well, it's. I think it's okay for you. Yeah? As you're getting older. Oh, good. Well, the amount of alcohol that can cause health risks to people under 40, oh, you're almost there, Okay, may be substantially lower than first thought. A safe daily limit for younger men, which we are no longer, mm-hmm. is just one shot glass of beer per day, a new study suggests. Because of the alcohol or because of the beer? No, it sounds like it's because of what happens when you drink. People do stupid shit, hurt themselves. Oh, so alcohol-related injuries. That's what it sounded like. They were never very specific of what the danger was. Okay. The only things they cited was like drunk driving and shit like that. It's like, well... I think it would be more dangerous for a bartender if someone orders a beer and then they set down a shot glass full of beer in front of them. I mean, that's about all the beer I could stomach. Well, same. So (laughs) women aged 39 and under can have a little more as a treat. (laughs) Two tablespoons of wine... Or 100 milliliters of beer. <laughs> Great. So now we're going to have a whole bunch of uh, wine mommies on Instagram with their tablespoons. <laughs> it's going to be like Mary Poppins. <laughs> is this like, this is the same thing, like when eggs were not healthy and, and then they, they were healthy. And then, and then, and then, yeah, okay. Well, the research is drastically at odds with guidance from the NHS, National Health Service in England, which recommends Britons avoid regularly drinking more than 14 units per week, which is six pints of average strength beer or 10 small glasses of uh, regular strength wine. So no more than 10 glasses of wine per, per week. week. Okay. As, a, as opposed that to... seems a lot more manageable. Uh, uh, as opposed to one shot of beer per day. Per day, which is... An ounce, right? So that's, what, seven ounces of beer per week? Are they just saying you should only have two beers a week, and then they're just, like, dividing up by seven or whatever? Well, the NHS says you can have six pints a week. Right. So that's more than two beers. That's that's basically a beer a day. Okay. So, however, however, Mm -hmm. those aged over 40, a drink or two can actually help ward off heart disease, strokes, and diabetes. There you go. That's how Wilford Brimley stayed alive. He was, he lived for a long time, he didn't did. he? He had a he had a case of Bud Light every week or every day, <laughs> just like Grandpa had said. And then uh, he stored at least a a pint of beer on his mustache. Well, really, he just had a a, a bottle under there. Oh, is that what he did? And he was hiding it with the. Oh, right, yeah, right. Yeah, he had two, one on each side of the. <laughs> uh, for those over sixty-five, the risk of health loss from alcohol consumption. Are only reached from the fourth standard drink onward. Okay, so that's what drinking and driving, or I mean, are they still driving? Getting drunk and falling down some stairs, like what is this? Yeah, breaking their hip. Well, yeah, you yeah. don't want to drink and drive on your hover round. Your what? Your hover round. Hover round. Okay. Yeah. Have think... you ever seen a drunk Roomba? We. <laughs> <laughs> the next, the next hour, uh, we sponsored by uh, the um, Shady Carpets, um, <laughs> Alcoholics Anonymous for Roombas. Shady Carpets, ma. <laughs> so they say uh, alcohol provides no health benefit in people under age forty and poses risks including injuries relating to drinking or car accidents, suicides, and murders. Like none of those things are like alcohol is hurting you. It's you're a jackass. You're yes. I'm going to murder someone. You're making the a beer decision made because of alcohol. Yeah. Like that's not the alcohol. That's your decision. I mean, yeah, making. you're impaired by the alcohol, but that's not like a health risk due to like health risk. When I hear a health risk due to consuming something, it's like if I eat lead paint, it will make my brain dumb. <laughs> right. 
that's a health risk. Not like if I eat lead paint, it's going to make me want to like strangle my ex-boss. Right. Like, Which is there a lot of people are are positing that that's what's wrong with a lot of boomers. <laughs> too much lead paint. Too much lead and mm-hmm. the the lead poisoning and their brains never recovered yeah. from eating paint chips when they were a kid. Well, there you go. <laughs> Uh, crispy, just like Mama used to be. <laughs> so, senior author Dr. M- Emanuela Gakigodu Gakido. Gakido. I'm so sorry, Dr. Dr. Gakido, G. professor of health metrics sciences at the University of Washington School of Medicine in the U.S. said, "Our message is simple: young people should not drink, but older people may benefit from drinking small amounts." Okay. I've found that a lot of times you need to drink as a young person to deal with the old people. <laughs> That's true. So um, if so, okay, the decision making process to stay safe while you're drinking. So like drink perhaps at home or yeah. at a friend's house where you're safe. Yeah. Don't, you make those decisions before you start drinking. Don't drink and then like go out on a motorboat or... Um, go swimming. Go sw- yeah. Don't drink and swim. Don't you don't know. drink and play Russian roulette. Or have just enough alcohol that it's okay to do those things because you're not. I just realized what you said. <laughs> God damn it! All right, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Very good. Uh, don't drink and go to space. That would you be think very you're bad. dizzy when you're drunk on Earth? Oh boy! Imagine being zero g, zero g, and f- plummeting. At 32,000 miles an hour, whatever it is, in, in orbit. No, thank you. Well, would you go to space? Would I go to space? Yeah. I'd go to near space. <laughs> yeah, I I'd go to space. I don't love flying. And adding in the extra like re-entry type thing. Mm. The reason I don't love flying is because the, all the people that I have to fly with. Uh, I don't want to die in a plane. Oh, I don't have that that fear at all. Oh, I start worrying about that at least a good week before I fly. Do you really? Yeah, okay. Not... Well, the experience should, is usually fine. You should go to the doctor and say, sometimes I get nervous on airplanes. Mm. It's a John Mulaney bit. <laughs> so speaking of uh, going to space, mm-hmm. the space tourism race, that seems unnecessary well, to you've call got... the, its ethnicity. The space tourism race is now firing on all rockets. As long as they just don't call it spacey. They don't want to be associated with that. They do not. Uh, but one company is hoping to carve out a niche as the only carbon neutral zero emission way to travel to the edge of space. Well, nothing is carbon or zero emission. I mean, they had to make the shit. Right. I mean, I guess it's zero emission once well, they've made it. I, th- I think they're, they probably claim like. It's a hot air balloon. They yeah. s- they spend money to put it back towards carbon yeah. something. I don't know. They sequester carbon reclamators. Yeah. Anyway, Florida-based Space Perspective plans to take passengers up to one hundred thousand feet for suborbital adventures in a pressurized capsule suspended from an enormous high-tech version of a hot air balloon. This sounds boring. You're just gonna float up, see the curvature, and float back down. <laughs> can see plenty it's of a, curvature here on Earth. Okay. It's a dirigible. Well, I mean, yeah, if you go to Walmart, fumigation <laughs> day at the trailer park, you see lots of curves. New images released July 27th show the latest patented capsule design for its spaceship Neptune craft. 
Oh, Neptune. <laughs> uh, it's a roomier interior. Actually, as I read this, it sounded more like an advertisement. Oh, it's a oh, roomier really? interior oh, than its previous iterations, with a spherical capsule design affording travelers more height, head height, as well as adding the safety benefit of being optimal for pressure re- resistance. Yeah, that was my problem with not going to space before. I didn't have enough head height. That's why. <laughs> yeah, those overhead bins, you open them up and you can't stand up straight. <laughs> And you're slowing down the whole line because the guy across from you thinks he's so important he has to get off the plane first. It's much easier to get your luggage down at with zero gravity, though. That's true. I mean, you're only up there for a few hours. You shouldn't have any carry-on. You should stow it all. Either way, they're going to charge you. Yeah. So the company compares the capsule to the size of a large balcony stateroom on a cruise ship, while the balloon is some 18 million cubic feet when fully expanded, so big enough for a football stadium to float inside of it. The balloon will use hydrogen. What, I mean, that worked well last time. <laughs> They're naming the first one the Hindenburg Two, <laughs> and um, the third one they're naming all the humanity. <laughs> I don't know why I said third because you said Hindenburg Two. I went to three. I should have said anyway. It doesn't matter. Well, no, they have a name for the second one. They're just not letting anyone know. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it'll come out later. <laughs> Uh, Space Perspective aims to begin transporting groups of eight passengers on six-hour flights by the end of 2024. The price will be $125,000 per ticket. So two people, the house price of a house. And it's a $1,000 deposit. I feel like more than $1,000 would be appropriate. Yeah. Like, I can come up with $1,000 for a deposit. Right. I'm not going to get the other 124000 This doesn't appeal. Do they have a coupon? Can I get a Groupon for that? <laughs> <laughs> Probably after the first one explodes. Yeah, yeah. I am a space guy. I love space. I would not do this. No, absolutely not. What 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 are you going to do? What are you going to do? What happens if the balloon pops? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't care much about that. I mean, you know how you... long it's going to take you to fall 100,000 <laughs> miles? That's four times around the earth. You're right. Oh no, it's 100,000. Or maybe feet. you'll just be stuck It's 100,000 feet. Never mind. It's like 10 miles. Okay. It's a little less than two miles, actually. I, once again, I would not want to do not not because I'm afraid of the balloon exploding. It just it sounds boring. Like I don't want to. You don't want that kind of view for take six me hours? to the moon. I'd like to go to the moon. That would be cool. Ugh. No, there's no air up there. <laughs> you take air with you. <laughs> what if you run out? Then you're fucked. Exactly. Do you okay. know how? Do you know how most people have to poop in space into a bag? Yeah, they've got space toilets. You know what they tell, don't tell you? They break a lot, and you have to shit in a bag. That's is, is that's that the, right? That is the yes, that is the backup. If your space toilet, you get a paper bag and you poop into it. You have to hold the paper bag while you're yes. pooping. What? What? You're gonna get a friend? No, I mean, I would assume they would have some sort of a strap or contraption to strap the bag on. <laughs> Maybe I don't. I don't think so. NASA hasn't come up with this yet. No, no. They can take Tang to space and monkeys, but they can't. The worst part is they sell sponsorships, so every time you have to shit in a bag, you have to go hefty, hefty, hefty. <laughs> I imagine bidets are out of the question up there. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where the fuck are we at? Space perspective? That no, one? the very last one. Uh, the trip is for six hours, two-hour ascent, two hours above most of Earth's atmosphere, but still in gravity, and two hours down to a ship in the ocean. There will be Wi-Fi, so you can live stream the experience. Excellent. I can't wait to see all the influencers on that. I can't wait to go up to near space and spend two hours on TikTok because I'm <laughs> bored. Because like once you get up there, you look down, it's Earth, that's cool, and then that's it, right? 
I mean, how fast? I mean, you're not orbiting, so you're not seeing like all of Earth. Right. You're seeing the part that you were already been seeing for four hours. I have to say, even if I could afford to go on this, I wouldn't go. And that sounds like a very poor thing to say of me, doesn't it? Even even if I could afford to stay at the Embassy Suites, <laughs> I they, would not. They have a great breakfast. I'm sure they do. Omelette station. Now, if there was an omelette station in a bar. <laughs> what would happen to eggs in space if they were exposed to a vacuum? Would they explode? No, they just jiggle jiggle. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, brunch, suborbital brunch. You could really have a uh, moons over Miami. That's true. That is true. Is there a bathroom? I assume there's a bathroom. Well, if it's if it's in gravity, I assume that means you're not weightless. You're not. You're not. That's part of the reason this will be easier because you don't have to get any special training because you're not leaving gravity. Right. Oh yeah. So, yeah. The thing about the toilet, it's just a hole just sucks it right out yeah i mean by the time it hits the ground it's like gonna pancake your shit i mean i get it unless it hits a duck on the way oh what's the highest flying bird is it like an albatross or something isn't there a bird that can cross the ocean it's a bird of prey okay yeah it's a clean bird of prey yes (laughs) they're always always carrying rosaries (laughs) i don't get it it's a thing that they use for praying catholics oh i get it oh, okay God have you it. ever seen they uncloak it's hanging there yeah i wasn't thinking that kind of praying <laughs> they always thinking. lighting a candle i was still on the with klingon. a disruptor still on the klingons thing yeah. so now you're we're going now you're going with klingons and birds of prey but a klingon is now praying in space no no the bird of prey is praying in space to the ship itself oh and its little wings are coming together yes. and, mm-hmm. okay yep. well this has gone downhill fast i mean klingon church is very good yeah What's your next move? Glory to your house. On this podcast. Uh, Well, uh, I thought I would do Bishop to King's Knight 10. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Well, we're playing 3D chess up here in in space. How does 3D chess work? It's it's chess, but it's in three dimensions. They have rules for it. They just cut off the board, right? And you go up, it's actually up here. They have rules for it. It's it's a real game that people can play. I just don't. It's something you're more like, of a checkers guy. Yes, a 3D checkers guy. Yeah, <laughs> king me. <laughs> uh, so they do like they make the the, the sets you can buy. It sounds yeah. like something that would be cool to have, but like I would never have it. I would never buy it. I've got like four chess sets. We never play. I'm, I'm talking about the Star Trek 3D yeah. chess. Thing. I'm just saying I have four regular chess sets that never get played. It would be more like a statue. Like oh, a, you just set it somewhere. Objet d'art for me. Yeah occasionally move it so it looks like someone's playing exactly yeah. maybe you could get a robot to do it you ever wonder how they're like um because well because i've got a a severe disorder for my attention deficit and uh i don't know how people can play like a strategy in chess because i guess because i've never done it but then like on star trek they're always like oh wow you did the queen's gambit to the knight's 14 uh, strategy, what an amazing turn of events or whatever. They're always like naming the strategies on chess. Mm-hmm. Like, really? You knew what that was? Yeah. You're like, shut up, Wesley. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, yeah. Well, a chess robot in Moscow has broken the fingers of its human opponent. Oh, Apparently the, the, the robot's from New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> according to the organizers of the tournament, it was an accidental attack by the robot. 
Somebody said, shut up, Wesley, and he didn't. The robot said, I'll take care of this fucker. <laughs> yeah, go to warp now, buddy. <laughs> so a seven-year-old boy uh, named Christopher, who was among the top 30 chess players in Moscow under the age of nine. Uh, okay, I didn't know there was a top, okay, like a number of chess players. Apparently, Apparently chess is still big in Russia. I had no idea. So anyway, I'm sure that this is true in, like, United States. There's probably a... A top 30 in chess yeah. under nine. Yeah. The top nine under nine for chess players. Yeah. So apparently this kid moved a piece on the chessboard earlier than he should, which led to the non-standard behavior of the robot. He doesn't like people to preempt him. Now this kid's never going to be able to beam someone up. You need three fingers for <laughs> you, that. You do. You're right. Well, I mean, with ADA, I'm sure they'll have to get him something so he can... Use two fingers and still. Why do they need the three fingers? Why do they need that for? Well, you just press a fucking button. One's for the head, one's for the torso, <laughs> one's for the genitals. If you don't have that third. That's that's the Kirk one. Yeah. The, the big one for the genitals. <laughs> they had to get a big wheel out for the genitals. Yeah. They have to do that because of all the, the space STDs they have <laughs> that Kirk has. Yeah, that's that's the that's the STD filter. <laughs> hey, boy. You've got Andorian gyneria. <laughs> Gets in your antenna. <laughs> uh, the AI robotic arm grabbed the young player's index finger and squeezed his finger firmly. I guess the kid had said, pull my finger. Uh, the people around the boy immediately rushed to help, but it did not prevent the broken finger. We There is actually video of the incident. It's not graphic. It's kind of far away, but uh, I think you're going to post that on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, I'll put it on Facebook. Yeah. A robot broke a child's finger. That's bad, of course. We rented the robot. It used to be with the experts in many places for a long time. Apparently, oh wait, should I be doing this in Russian accent? Or we decided we can't do Russian? I think we anyway. can do Russian. Apparently, the operators overlooked that. The child moved the figure. Then the robot must be given time to react. But the boy was in a hurry. <laughs> and the robot <laughs> grabbed him. We have nothing to do with the robot, commented. Moscow Chess Federation President Sergei Lazarev. We have nothing to do with the robot except for it, we invited it to come and destroy our children. Apparently shortly after, the robot spoke out against Putin, fell off a building. Is that right? Very weird. Wow, Very tragic. Weird. Well, the boy's parents are considering a lawsuit. Oh, okay. Uh, they also fell off a building. Don't know what happened there. <laughs> well, just, um, I don't know. Can't go to a McDonald's. <laughs> Not anymore. Maybe they can have a Choco Taco. It'd be a good uh, good uh, first aid. He can just put his finger in the taco and it'll keep it cool. Yeah, it's Chaco Takovich over there. Yep. Well. Yes. What, what, did we, what did we learn today? Well, we learned that uh, you can quit as president over email and it's probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> they texted him. He said, uh, new PM, who's this? <laughs> uh, we learned that if you start a fire, they will chain you to a tree. Hopefully the fire will get put out before fire gets mm -hmm. to you in oregon so yeah. just don't start wildfires that's yeah, pretty let's, shitty let's not do that yeah we also learned that don't drink more than a shot of beer per day uh we learned there's a space balloon which is dumb that neither of us would go in no no would you go more would you be more likely to go to the 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 spacex up in space i don't situation? think that's, that's not something that i really want to do and say that i've i've done you don't want to say i've experienced zero g if there's seeing the Earth from an astronaut perspective, no. If there's a hotel on Mars, and I can go there for a couple of weeks, what about I a space hotel that? in orbit? 
That would be that would be fine. So uh, there's a television show on Apple TV mm-hmm. called uh, For All Mankind. It's yeah. a it's a um, alternate reality thing where the Soviets got to the moon like three days before we did. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And so like then they have like this whole thing where the space race continued. Uh, right. Where they actually were racing and trying to do. And in the most recent season, uh, one of the astronauts' uh, family members is part of a company that created a space hotel. Oh, okay. So you could go and be in space. It's one of the ones that rotates so you have gravity. Though. I think that would be cool to go to yeah. a space hotel. Yeah. But not just a flight out to space just to come back. Yeah. I did That's start- like when, <laughs> it's like in the olden days when people were like, let's go for a drive. Oh, yeah. Where are we going? Well, just for a drive. I've. That's the, was my road trip, what I did. And but I you went it. Maybe somewhere. I, I did end up somewhere. Yeah, this isn't just like, we'll be gone for about 45 minutes. And I wasn't <laughs> and I wasn't actually all that happy with it. We'll, we'll drive to Adrian and back. <laughs> when gas was like 70 cents a gallon, that was fine to do. You go, you go joyriding. Right. Um, I, I started watching Westworld. Oh, yeah? Have you seen Westworld? We stopped watching Westworld. So I don't know what season. But that's just my kinda... problem with... Pretty much any J.J. Abrams show, it starts off really good, and it has a ton of momentum in the beginning, and then it just dies. It's some season, it gets dumb, and then it's too convoluted, like Lost. Uh, um, I am rewatching Lost right now. I'm about to start the final season. It is, it's good. Oh, oh, that's right. You are a fan of all of Lost, aren't you? It's fine. It's totally fine. It does. Watching it in closest, like because I've watched six of the seasons in the last, like, six weeks or so. Yeah. Like, the story is solid. Okay, so maybe that was my problem with Lost, is I was watching it as it was on, and it just too seems much like space. it took forever to do mm-hmm. anything. And it's like, it's, it's not like there were, like, filler episodes. I hate that term. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a few here and there. Yeah. Nikki and Paolo. Oh, yeah, but, like, if you can just get through those, because you're watching it back-to-back. Not as many episodes of that as you... Like, for us, as we watched it live, it was like a month and a half. But it, when you watch it, it's like three episodes. Uh, yeah. Like, okay. they show up, they're not there, they are there, they aren't there. Like, it felt dragged out. But when yeah. you watch it, I was like, oh, we're done with them already? Awesome. We also learned a robot broke a kid's finger. To remind you. We know where we move. Goodbye, Choco Taco, but probably not. But I'll never have a Choco Taco. Goodbye for us. Not, I won't say never have a Choco Taco again. You're not going to seek it out. Absolutely. It's not a mess. Unless they have it at Taco Bell. They can make it with a a dessert. They're going to have a Choco Taco wrapped in a uh, uh, churro. So that's not a bad idea. The Choco Taco Crunchwrap Supreme. (laughs) You're talking about home repairs. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, earlier in the show. I so imagine working at Ace Hardware. Okay. And then like you see a guy walk in like Saturday morning, he gets a few things, he leaves. A couple hours later he comes back, he gets more things, he leaves. A couple hours later he comes back. <laughs> like you just see the same guy coming into Ace over and over again. I'm sure they do. I'm sure, that's because that's pretty much me. I mean that's that's everyone, right? You have to go if you're doing a project, you're at the hardware store like eight times. Nothing goes as you plan it to go. No. And why is that? Never as nothing. Fa- because nothing is how it should be. Like, I get up there into the, the stuff. Someone was cutting a corner. They were doing bullshit. And I now have to fix it. Right. So that I can do it properly. Earlier today. So I've had this this thing, this item on my to-do list for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's installing the 
uh, the drawer pulls on the drawers oh, yeah. in the cabinets mm-hmm. in my kitchen. That should be quick. So I have installed the handles for the cab- the cabinet doors. Those mm-hmm. open and close, and that was fine. So I have the drawer pulls. I have them ready to go. Um, I measure out, which is fucking impossible to find the center of something mm-hmm. with, with uh, um, like, oh, what's half of nine and seven sixteenths? Bitch, fuck if I know. We should make an hour tool that, like, each side extends. Yeah. So you can put the thing at the center. Like, it has a little, like, grabby doos. Yeah. And so it gives you the exact center, mm. and it, like, counts up on each side. Oh, yeah. So you can be like, all right, I need I love a, one inch and love one love a grabby doo. Yeah. Um, so it would be much easier to do in metric mm-hmm. um, if I had a metric tape, uh, like, um, like a metric tape measure mm-hmm. would be. Great. Metric is so much better when you're doing uh, home repair. It is, but I don't have a metric tape measure. Anyway. It's, it doesn't have on, but, oh yeah, a lot of them yeah, don't. Mine no. don't either. That's bullshit. I, I have seen a metric tape dispenser at work. Mm-hmm. Tape dispenser. Tape measure at work. It was very nice. Anyway, point of the story is, I finally get to the center of these cabinets, and I drill a hole through, and then I go to install the thing, and the fucking screws aren't long enough. They gave me three, mm. three lengths of screws, and the longest one is not long enough. And I don't have a drill bit that's big enough to do like a little countersink thing mm, in the back yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So now I gotta go find a screw that's gonna work at Ace Hardware. Find a screw that's gonna work just to get these fucking cabinet poles installed. So in the staff bathroom down here. Angry. We've got the cabinet above the toilet. Yeah. If you ever grab the the, the handles, uh-huh. they're loose. Oh. Because th- we have the opposite problem. Oh. The screws are too long. Too long. What am I, I going to do? Get a hacksaw and like try and cut two screws down a little bit? Right. Or just I mean, deal with the Lucy screwsy. Yeah, I mean, we're the only ones that use it. Yeah. Uh, incidentally, a grappy do is when you give a great Dane a hand job. 